You know, I've been thinking about who our first celebrity guest should be. Okay. I think I've got it. Who who should be? Jason Manzukis. <laughs> because he he's the best guest on anything all the time. He just seems like he would really be into cereal. Yeah, I feel like uh, Jason Manzukis would have like opinions on cereal that I don't even know that I'm ready for. Yeah, they'd be really out there, and he'd be so intense about them. Just very intense. Like, there's no arguing with the fact that Frosted Flakes is the most overrated cereal, and it would just turn into bedlam. <laughs> It'd be chaos. And you know what I could see happening is then he's like, you know what? I got to bring my buddy in on this, right? Uh-huh. So then we have, like, double star power. Oh, yeah. And then someone comes up to Mizu, and they're like, you're awesome on that serious show, you and your co-host, but those other two guys, they got to go. Yeah. And then someone just, like... Wayne's World's the show right from underneath us. We have no idea what's happening. And it's now Jason Manzukas and Paul Shear doing the serial show. It'd still be a really good show, though. And you know you and I would be like, man, that show. I don't know what they've done to the show lately, but it's really good now. It's really good. Didn't we used to record this show? I don't think ours was about something else. Wait a minute. I don't even have equipment for this. What are we talking about? What are we, crazy? Wait, are we saying that Jason Manzukas and Paul Shear also steal our microphones? <laughs> they do. Yep. <laughs> We wake up and it's all been a bad dream. <laughs> you come home, Janelle's married to Jason Mizukas. You're like, wait a second. Wait a second. My God. <laughs> well, <laughs> I until Jason Mizukas and Paul Shear take over the show, I'm Nick. And I'm Paul. And this is Serial. 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 So today we are talking about the latest, the greatest, the newest cereal on the market from General Mills. We're talking about the one and the only. Tiny Toast. Tiny Toast. It's toast that's really tiny. Tiny Toast Adventures. Mm-hmm. So this is the first new cereal brand for General Mills in 15 years. So long. Yeah, so so what that means exactly is, obviously they've had new flavors, they've had new varieties, they've had new takes on existing cereal, but this is like brand new, it's not a version of something, it is its own standalone brand. Right, it's not like, you know, we're not talking about Cheerios where they come out with a new flavor every six months. Like, mm-hmm. this is a completely new line of cereal. Exactly. Now, here is the trivia question. What was their last new cereal before this one? Hint, it was 15 years ago. (laughs) So this came out during the age of millennials. Yes. I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Can I just say you're never going to get it? Hold on. Okay. Don't don't tell me, Paul. No, you're never going to get it. Um... S'mores? First of all, I think that's a Kellogg cereal. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and hit that hit the no sound. Yeah. It's a super random one. Yeah. It was called Harmony cereal. Harmony cereal? Harmony. Was it it sounds like that sounds like a crunchy granola kind of cereal. 
Yeah, it's very. It was weird. I, I there's very little out there about it, except everywhere I look, there are people who want to bring it back. This is what it said on the box: a low-fat nutritional cereal for women. That sounds incredibly demeaning. <laughs> it sounds horrible. Yeah, it, it's very weird how it was like flat out. This cereal is for women. Like, what makes it for women? Here's what. I'm going to equate it to is kind of how like Luna bars are more like, quote, for women. So I guess mm-hmm. it's like lots of folic acid and like stuff that women <laughs> need, I guess. <laughs> so, <laughs> what, how, what makes it for women? Is, is it good for you when you're pregnant? I mean, I guess. I mean, we're, we are really tiptoeing around some dangerous water here. <laughs> with this, like I'm really that, trying to not that, say anything that could be misconstrued. But that's what I'm saying. There's no reason why a cereal should be just for women. Like, what about a cereal would make it just for women? I don't know. I think it was the marketing. Um, And uh, to be honest, I mean, I feel like Special K has really gone in a niche direction of it's like more for women. It seems like their marketing is is towards a female audience. So maybe that's what Harmony was was trying to do. I feel, yeah, I feel like that there's a difference between like marketing a cereal toward women and like developing a cereal... With women in mind, be like, this is a cereal that's developed especially for women. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that mean? I don't know. It was composed of toasted wheat and rice flakes. So you have, it's two types of flakes. You have wheat and rice, two become one. That's a flake. Then you have corn flakes and then vanilla almond oat clusters. That sounds like honey buds of oats. But it's honey buds. Yeah, so but it's two types of flakes and just a vanilla oat cluster. Okay. It, it failed. I mean, none yeah, of us have no heard kidding. of it. It's, it's not out there anymore. <laughs> it's, it's, it's terrible. Cereal. Before that, though, 1991. So I, I kept going back. So I'm like, what is the last cereal that actually went anywhere? Mm-hmm. And in 91, it was Basic Four, a Nick, a Nick favorite. Oh, Basic Four. That's a top tier, my friend. <laughs> Easy now. Uh, Basic Four is great. That, but that one is also, that, while that's still around, it's, it's had its ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Um, it... Is out there, but I feel like me. I feel like it disappeared for a short period. Basic four, I, yeah. I mean, it's also such a slight box. It, it can it can easily hide behind other boxes. It's a very shy looking box. It is a classic top shelf cereal. It definitely is. It's always at the very tippy top, next to the crunchy corn brand, next to the honey o's. Mm-hmm. But it's still out there, still doing its thing. So tiny toast. It is shaped like little pieces of toast. And I would say the size, because when I look at the box, I instantly think it looks very much on the box like uh, French Toast Crunch. Right. But it's actually really small. I would say it's like almost like the size of the uh, Lucky Charms cereal. Yeah, maybe a little bit, a little bit bigger, but yeah, about that size, somewhere in between. But definitely not to be confused with a uh, with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's definitely not like that. Right. So it's de- and it's got like a little. I don't know the texture. It's a kind of a puff, I guess. Yeah. Right now, it's available in blueberry and strawberry. Like the whole shtick behind this is no artificial color, no artificial flavor, no high fructose corn syrup, and it's has real fruit flavor. So they're using real fruit to give you that fruit flavor. I don't think I even noticed that it was real fruit in there. That's uh, that's interesting. So I, I took this pretty serious. I bought blueberry and strawberry. Mm-hmm. Did you end up? Did you end up finding both flavors? I just found, I only found strawberry. I didn't find okay. blueberry. Um, the strawberry one smelled funny. It smells like that fake strawberry flavor. I felt like it had like a like some kind of or like organicy like fruit in the like when you leave fruit in the fridge smell. <laughs> 
I was like, it's got to be all natural because it stinks. <laughs> it's got to be all natural because it's definitely rotting inside of this box. <laughs> I thought this was a big miss. It's not gluten-free. Oh, it's not? No. And it's. I think it's like oat and rice. I don't think there's wheat in it. But I think it might be, again, uh, a manufacturing thing where it's yeah. – it's. And, but I thought that was kind of a miss where it could have easily been gluten-free. And then you're checking off a lot of boxes sure, with yeah. all those other items. There's been a lot of press around the cereal because cold cereal uh, sales are not – are dwindling. Cereal's not doing well. How dare, how dare you people not get on the, the cereal bandwagon? This, is, mean, all, this just, is on you guys. This is on you. Unbelievable. What's happening to this country? Going to hell in a handbasket. Oh my goodness! So it had. It's. I think it's kind of had mixed reviews in the in the cereal world and sort of in the the general public. We posted, of course, everybody saw it, but we posted a Gawker article that GM uh, kind of had a little blip in their stock price upon the release of the product. Can I say that I love that we're calling it GM? Like nobody's ever going to confuse it for General Motors. Like we're definitely calling it. GM Not on this podcast. General no, <laughs> General Motors doesn't exist. GM is only General Mills. Exactly, or the big G instead of the big three. Right. Exactly. And we know what our big three is. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Uh, General Mills. It's Kellogg's and Malta Meal. Or post Malto Meal, yeah. More importantly, Malto Meal. Malto Meal. Malto Meal a, is a force to be reckoned with, man. It really is. If you guys... So, oh, first off, I found mine at Kroger. Oh, and I found mine at Target. Now, what's interesting is my Target didn't have it. Oh, my. So if you're out in the uh, West Coast, you want to hit up that City Target action. You got you to gotta get that City Target. That's See, that's where they're, they're trying to appeal to. They're not trying to appeal to your suburban targets. Hmm. They want to appeal to your downtown... City, urban, liberal, socially minded. Communists. Communists. Your <laughs> downtown pinkos. That's, that's what they're looking for. Well, it's funny you mention that because the marketing about for this cereal is all about that millennial audience. Mm. And that market has really shied away from cereal. And they're doing your – oh, boy. I'm going to dig deep for all these. Uh, your uh, <laughs> breakfast sandwiches – your um, quiches. Um, oh, what's the Spanish one? Um, a frittata. Uh, <laughs> stuff like that. Ju- your juices. Maybe a nice smoothie. Your breakfast burritos. Your breakfast bar. Yeah. Breakfast tacos. Breakfast bars. Uh-huh. Um, so a, a lot more. So the y- a younger audience is really shying away from cereal. So this is very focused on millennials and I sat down and really looked at at the box and the marketing and I don't want to knock them for trying because they are making a really good effort but it just feels so forced and not authentic you know what I mean like the back of the box has like hashtag stuff and they don't have a website they have a tumblr (laughs) and it's got a lot of gifts and I mean I get it but I just, it's sort of, it just feels to me like, oh, you know what kids are into? Gifts. So let's make gifts. It just doesn't feel like authentic. It doesn't feel real. You know? We only have a Tumblr. We only have, <laughs> that's our only website, the Tumblr. Uh, but I don't have $7 billion backing me up. That's true. That's true. But yeah, so I feel like it, it's good. I mean, they're doing a good job. And like the gifts are funny and they're doing like memes and things like that to promote it. But um I don't know. I just feel like you can be your own voice. You can be like a brand and be a little more traditional and use those mediums to promote your product. But 
that's just me. Nicholas, your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, rebuttal. <laughs> no, well, I, I agree with you. I mean, the, the marketing does seem a little forced. And what's sad is like the other older brands of General Mills are doing fine. Like they're, like as far as social marketing goes, like they do. I feel like that they do a pretty good job about marketing their cereals and being able to keep current without seeming too thirsty. I also think there's some, I, I'm surprised there's no mascot. And I get sort of like mascots aren't cool or mascots are not uh, like they're a little more for kids or something. But I, I don't know. I just also look at the brands that are doing well the brands that people know there's some sort of mascot that you can lean on i think a easily a, a piece of toast with arms and legs that talked yeah go the uh, go the mini wheats route just yeah. uh, something like that happening mm-hmm. yeah but you know what do we know that kind of goes with the overall theme of where they're headed too like they're aiming at millennials which are for the most part in their adult lives now they, so they don't want to seem like they're too much like kids they don't want to come off like tricks but then they also don't want to come off like you know, grape nuts. They want somewhere somewhere in the middle because mm. the cereal itself is very sweet, but the but they don't want the packaging itself to look like something embarrassing that you can't take to the register. Right. The packaging is good. I think the box is solid. It is. It really is. It's got a good font. It's got like good photography on it. It's very bright. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, here's where I think there's a huge opportunity. They have well let's not get ahead of ourselves and then that's the first so let's let's talk about the cereal so you had strawberry you go ahead what did you think so um one thing i will say is that there's a very tenuous balance with the flavor of the of the cereal because i had it both with regular milk and with my uh with a milk that i usually don't get i was trying out uh the sweetened cashew milk this week if you have any kind of sweetened milk with the cereal it is basically inedible <laughs> it's gonna it's, blow you away it's it's just it, it's so like i love sugary things i will eat sugary things all day long but i pour a bowl of the cereal with any with a, that sweetened cashew milk and it makes my teeth feel like they're gonna fall right out of my head Ooh. it's right on that line of maybe too sweet of like almost too sweet what did you think of the flavor the strawberry flavor yeah when you brought up that the it was like a real fruit inside i I was a little surprised it, mm-hmm. because the strawberry flavor tasted or the strawberry cereal tasted really fake. It tasted like maybe not exactly as fake as a Frankenberry, but right. it still it still didn't taste like I was eating like natural anything. It still felt like a, a, a manufactured cereal. It's got that uh, freeze dried strawberry feel to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what's interesting is you talk about the sweetness. So again, it's being marketed as sort of like this uh, all natural, you know, no artificial, no high fructose corn syrup. It's got as much sugar as the Toast Crunch brands. Oh, wow. So it's still pretty sweet. Yeah. I had the, I started with the blueberry. Mm -hmm. I thought it was pretty good. And I'm not big on blueberry just in general. Sure. Uh, but I thought it was really good. It's got good texture. It's got good crunch, mm-hmm. but it's it is very sweet, and it's it's definitely something you're like, oh, this is good, but I can't imagine eating this whole box. Right. And then I went to the strawberry, mm-hmm. which kind of the same. I didn't think it was as good as the blueberry, and so now I'm like, what am I going to do with all this cereal? <laughs> um, but this morning I mixed the two. Yeah, that was good. Hmm, interesting. A mixed berry cereal. Yes. So now here's what's amazing about this cereal. I think, first of all, what's weird is these are flavor. I'm not big on fruit flavored cereal. Mm. So I think that's a really hard launch 
for me at least is like I, I'm not big on strawberry cereal. I'm not big on blueberry cereal in general. Right. But I think it has major potential to be included in some hipster toppings. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> hipster toppings. Hipster toppings. This has got fruity pebble. Donut. I mean, it's got this got donut potential. It's got dessert potential. You could crush it up and use it as a base for a cheesecake. It, it, yeah, I could see this being like a, a in, in a yogurt land. Oh yeah, as a mix in. Yeah, and I think there's big potential for multiple flavors down the road. I guess they started with fruit because is it supposed to mimic like jam on toast? You don't care for like a blueberry, mm-hmm. and you don't really, and you're okay with the strawberry uh, mm. cereal. What kind of fruit? Is there a fruit cereal that you would like more? I mean, if I think a fruit cereal that I enjoy, yeah. Oh boy! I mean, calling this fruit. I mean, we're we're on a limb. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like uh, Captain Crunch berries, like that's fruity. Uh-huh. But I guess it's just because it's mixed with something not fruity. But yeah, when I need when I need fruit, I just have Crunch berries. <laughs> when I need that 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 old burst of vitamin C, mm-hmm. I turn to Crunch berries. Or apple cinnamon checks is good. Or yeah. I mean, apple cinnamon Cheerios. But again, that's got the cinnamon component. Yeah, right. So it's like having something like predominantly be a fruit flavor is just a little bit tough. Yeah. But I sat, I thought, what are some potential flavor ideas that could work for Tiny Toast down the road? Uh-huh. Who's going first here? All right. So I'll go first. Should I start off with my my millennial flavors, or should I start off with uh, some of my more conventional flavors? Let's get the nonsense out of the way. <laughs> All right. So the first the first one I'm going with, acai. The berry. The berry acai. The A with the C with the tail AI. A- AI that that very one. Oh, acai. A- it's it's acai. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I only know that flavor from uh, vitamin water. I'm really sorry. Exactly. (laughs) I think you're exactly right. That's perfect. We're talking if we're talking about all the different kinds of breakfast that uh, that the kids are eating Mm -hmm. instead of cereal. Acai bowls are on that list. You put acai on there, you can claim it's a superfood. It's it's got it's got the antioxidants. It's uh, it's often in the same section as like all of your juices, all of your your granolas, all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. all of your health foods. Acai is right up in that mix. I'm saying acai. I like that. Yeah, that's good. I don't know. I thought about it. You know, Paul. I don't know if if uh, the audience knows this, but uh, when we come to do this podcast. I don't necessarily prepare very much, yeah. so I actually prepared this time. And uh, look, look, I came up with acai. I'm just saying. You know, Doc, when you put your mind to it, <laughs> you can accomplish anything. What else you got? So acai is good. All right. My second one for the millennials, pomegranate. Wow, this is good. I mean, you know what I love, too, is this is a complete... It's the total opposite direction I went in. So I think this is perfect. Pomegranate's great. Pomegranate. Could you put palm and SIE together? Oh. Oh, yes. Pomegranate <laughs> and SIE. That's, that's the other thing. I also have lists uh, for things that would go good together. Yeah, combo like, flavors. Like combo definitely. flavors. Like, even if you want to do, like, a, like, the, like the, the double checks thing, but with, uh, with Tiny Toast... 
This, mm-hmm. the, like Asai and Pomegranate would be a great, a great duo. Yep, blueberry Asai would be a good one. Exactly. Yeah, and half of it's already done. Because <laughs> let me try, they're gonna have excess blueberry tiny toast real soon. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, not a believer. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, what do you got? Okay, I've got a few. So I went more. So the I first started with um, stuff you actually put on toast. Sure. So these aren't going to be as inventive. Uh huh. But I think peanut butter and jelly has got to come out at some point. Got to be. Yeah, peanut butter and jelly is a good one. That's a good good combination. Something that's. Uh, both appealing to the to the child and the millennial, mm-hmm. and also it's just peanut butter, uh, and that's that's just a hot seller for everybody. Yes. Now this is this next one is a flavor that I like, but I don't know how they would do this. Uh huh. Cinnamon raisin with a natural butter flavor on it. Yikes. Huh. I don't know how you do raisin flavor without it being a disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you try to do raisins the same way that they are doing freeze dried, like berries. Oh, it would just God. be like raisin flecks inside of the, inside the toast. Oh, that sounds terrible! Like raisin pulp. Yeah. <laughs> God, how disgusting! When you picture like a vat of raisin pulp in your head, how disgusting does that look? How that it looks like to me a vat of raisins. I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's viscous. That's the mm. difference. Now back to the peanut butter and jelly. What flavor is the jelly? I mean, you've got to go old fashioned grape. I feel like for the first run. Really? Yeah. See, I, I was like thinking going a little bit different, doing raspberry maybe. Hmm. I mean, a good a good flavor, good combination. But I feel like that if you're gonna if you're gonna do a PB and J, you got you have to stick to the, you got to stick to your basics, and then maybe you can branch out after that. Mm-hmm. How know. about this? This yeah. one's this one has got. Potential all over it. Yeah. Nutella. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good toast flavor, too. Let's go generic. Chocolate hazelnut spread tiny toast. Chocolate hazelnut tiny toast. I think that's good, man. That's a good flavor. Because I want chocolate, but everyone can do chocolate. Sure. That's the thing. It's like, I think that if they made like a chocolate tiny toast, you you have a it just opens up the markets for for all kinds of mix-in flavors. Mm-hmm. So like you could have chocolate strawberry double double toast, whatever double toast. Just like mix in any fruit flavor with the chocolate one, and then yeah, yeah you can. And then you also have the chocolate hazelnut. It's good. Now, man. Uh, it's it's solid. I got one more. Yeah, and this is a this is a uh, Tilbian household favorite. Uh huh. Peanut butter and honey. Ooh, very good. Very, I mean. You got here's the here's the only problem I see with the peanut butter and honey. You gotta get that you gotta get that sugar balance right mm-hmm. because if it's too sweet, if it's too much honey, it's the whole thing is is just inedible. Now, do we want to make this thing a little more cater to the audience? Do we go almond butter and agave nectar? I think that's too much. I think <laughs> Did I, yeah, too far. It's too, too far. I should be working there because I'm like, nope, guys. Next step, further. <laughs> take it further. Take it further. <laughs> That's 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 a cereal that looks thirsty. Like you look at that cereal, you're like, oh, it's a what is, agave neck? No, no, nope. you uh, want it too much. A gave? I don't need a gave. Thank you. You want it too bad. Yeah. So I came up with a lot of flavors uh, uh, for my list here. <laughs> okay. Um. So I also came up with a. Uh, I mean, I, there's also like tried and true flavors that they need to try out, like a, a chocolate peanut butter 
They uh-huh. can't try out the the apple cinnamon. You know, basically go through the Cheerios line and just pick out, just do some of those for a while. Okay. Now here's some here's some some oddballs. How do you feel about peach? I like it. Peach flavor. I like it. Yeah, I think that's gonna be. I think that would be a good one. Okay. Now here is one that sounds like it would be horrifying, and I'm not sure why it feels like it would be so horrifying, but I feel like that this is a cereal flavor that's not around. Like they don't have the cereal flavor. Okay. Banana. See, that sounds amazing. It doesn't. It sounds so gross to me for some reason. No. You know, I never was a big banana flavor anything person yeah. in my life. My wife turned me on to banana cheesecake. Uh-huh. <sighs> so I think what you do with the banana, though, is it's it's got to be banana something, right? So you market it as a banana's foster. Uh-huh. Or like banana cream. Right. And then I think it's not just like so potent with the banana, but it's a banana's foster that's got the candied booze on it. Banana cream. It's like, oh, it's like pie. I think, but I think banana would be legit. Or chocolate banana is good too. Chocolate banana would be good. I mean, you add the chocolate and it's going to legitimize any flavor, basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've got some other left field ones. Okay. Watermelon. I mean, natural watermelon, does it have much of a taste? But that's the thing. It's like, I don't know if you get like natural watermelon or if you get that, that watermelon. I mean, I guess you have to have that. You have to have some kind of natural element to the toast, right? Uh-huh. So, but it could be subtle, too. It could also be just like a subtle flavor. Yeah. Because watermelon, I feel like watermelon is not a fruit that like hits you over the head with so potent, you uh-huh. know? Yeah. That, that, that could work, man. It could work. Seasonal. Seasonal flavor. It's, uh, yeah, for sure. Seasonal flavor. <laughs> this, is, this is something interesting that I just thought of because right now uh, – there's, you know, I live in a juice town, and the most popular juice right now, the most popular seasonal juice, is watermelon mint. Why are there not more mint flavored cereals? That is a really good question. There's not anything with mint. Maybe because mint is too potent for constant eating. That's the thing is, if you uh, have a artificially flavored mint cereal, it's going to taste like toothpaste every time. I think. Or or gum. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I, that's it. I can back that that claim up when i was in college they had an incredible bakery on campus for like all the dining halls Mm -hmm. and um they would make this cake and i don't know it was like i guess yellow cake with mint frosting sure and it was green the the frosting and it was buttercream and the flavor was really good but it felt like you were eating toothpaste yeah. And they always made this cake. Like, I don't know if people ate it, uh-huh. but I, I think you're right. I mean, just mint, too much mint is like, you get that like burnt, like it kind of like tingles and burns a little bit. Like when you have like a, like a peppermint or something like that. So I uh-huh. think, yeah, mint cereal just, it's a good concept, but I yeah. don't know. Although think about it with the chocolate now, chocolate and mint together. Yeah. I think that might work. Mint chocolate chip, tiny toast. Then you got the milk element. It's basically dessert. It's basically like you basically have just crossed over from your natural organic cereal into your, mm-hmm. yeah, into into dessert. Interesting. All right. Here are a couple more. Okay. So I, I, I really, I really prepare this time, Paul. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, banana, I said, I said, sounded gross to me. But now I'm on the fence now that you talked about it a little bit. But what about... In, in the toast arena, banana bread. 
That that's it. That's that's a winner. Banana bread. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And then along those same lines, you go into the fall, October, pumpkin bread. <gasps> can I can I be can I one up you? Hit me. Zucchini bread. Ooh, I do like a good zucchini bread. I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's a one up, but definitely a lateral move. <laughs> definitely lateral. At so I think you've hit on something there. That seasonality thing, and you've got those dessert breads. Yeah. 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 I got one more. Okay. This is the weirdest of them all. Okay. You might we not might not even be friends after this one after okay. even suggesting this. Okay. But this appeals to the kids, Paul. This appeals to the kids. Okay. I mean, that's it's all about making a buck. Let's do this. Avocado toast. Ugh, I knew this was coming, and that sounds terrible. But people do eat avocado on toast, don't they? They really do. Yeah, they really so do. It brings up an interesting point because I, when we were, when I was thinking about these flavors, I was trying to think of savory flavors. Yeah, and I just don't know. I just don't know how it would go as a cereal. Yeah, I don't either. Like avocado, I think is the closest flavor. I think that w- might go, but like mm. if you think of like anything else. Like maybe a bacon? Would a bacon toast work? I mean, see, that's I was thinking of bacon toast, but like you have to go artificial flavor of bacon, and that stuff's terrible. Uh huh. Yeah. But then I was like, what about cheese toast? I don't know. Oh, a cheese cereal. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Or like like a um, toast and eggs, but you know, it would just taste like a fart. <laughs> you know, it would just it would taste like a bowl of farts. Yeah, or like ham ham on to- ham and egg on toast, or ham and cheese on toast. Just uh-huh. doesn't sound very good. What about? Uh, but and then when you, I think it's hard to. Although you've branched out pretty good, mm-hmm. and I think we've got uh, some flavors that have truly never existed. But if you think of what else is good on toast, uh, maple is good on toast, yeah, or maple yeah. swirl. And uh, what about sweetened cream cheese toast? Ooh. All right. So give me give me a final thought on Tiny Toast. Tiny Toast is worth a shot. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like that Tiny Toast is, uh, like I said, it's got that tenuous balance between being too sweet and being like a, a good level of sugar. I don't know that's going to beat anything in your in your rotation though. Like if you if you are right now a person that buys you know a box of Cheerios every, every time you go to the grocery store and you're going through like a box of Cheerios a week, you're not going to be trading out. Tiny toast for a new box for your Cheerios. Like mm-hmm. that's not going to break your rotation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tiny- you're absolutely right. Yeah. I think what they're trying to go for is maybe new cereal eaters. Mm-hmm. I think for a cereal, it has a as realistic a fruit flavor as you're going to get without actually putting fruit into it. Yeah. That's- I think it it's pretty good though. I I think the blueberry is better. It's it doesn't taste as sweet. Personally, it's not like. Oh my God, this is amazing. I don't know if they're going to come out with new flavors, if they're going to retool it, or maybe it maybe it stays and it's just not for us, you know? Yeah, I mean, maybe. I wonder if they've considered using like real social media celebrities to promote this thing. Like Kim Kardashian? No, no, no. I'm talking like Vine, like people who are famous on Vine. Oh. You know, and like they're only famous for what they do on social media. Yeah. Like that guy who does all the like silly like stop motion slash magic special effects vines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a guy like that who who could, you know, they could throw him some coin and promote the cereal. I feel like that 
I mean, that might work, but then again, it might feel like kind of forced. I think that's a that's a good angle, man. I think YouTube and Vine people are, are where to start. Instagram? Yeah. Instagram stars, for sure. I could see it being popular with like bros being basic on Instagram. Are you aware of that account? Uh-uh. It's amazing. Look, everybody look it up right now. I'll give you two minutes. Okay. I'm glad you looked it up. It's amazing. Follow them. But like guys like that who are just sort of silly and they have fun and they do all this stuff. I'm sure you could throw it their way. But generally, you know, McCann Erickson knows what they're doing. Are they, they? are they representative of McCann Erickson? Yeah. So there was an interesting article on Adweek and it talked about how Serial's not doing well. And Kellogg's strategy is more like diversification and getting into non-cereal products mm-hmm. like breakfast bars and things like that. Whereas General Mills is going into Tiny Toast and making cereal for millennials. They're doubling down on cereal. Yeah. And the article was good, not great. The only thing I got from it was it confirmed our suspicions that McCain Erickson does everything for General Mills. (laughs) (laughs) Based on a fictional show that we watched on TV, we assumed McCain Erickson did all the work for General Mills and we were right. We were absolutely right. I I think they've got it under control. But I, I think it's... I think what... The potential in my mind is the the flavor and the seasonality. So the flavor catalog and the seasonal flavors you can do with this cereal, I think could be pretty interesting. And and trying some of these weird flavors or sort of non-traditional flavors and just sort of see what happens. I remember there were, for a time there was um, guacamole Doritos. Yeah. Do you remember those? Sure. Yeah. I mean, if Doritos turn your fingers orange you can't really tell because your your skin is pink mm-hmm. but guacamole chips it was like you were like turning into the hulk <laughs> but, but very slowly and from your fingertips <laughs> they were so good and i mean i don't think they're still around but i mean that was like sort of a different flavor but i think they could do something maybe a product locator for starters would be nice because people want to find it but yeah. I, i'm not going to tell you how to do your job <laughs> But a product locator would be nice. That'd be kind of nice. Okay. Well, hey, uh, you can follow us on the social medias. Yeah. You can follow us on Instagram, on Tumblr, and on Facebook as the Super Serial Podcast. And on Twitter as the Super Serial Pod. And I think we're doing a better job keeping those uh, keeping those updated, getting some regular stuff out there. Follow us on all of those. Um, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, uh, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Uh, you can email us. You can leave us a five-star review on, on uh, iTunes. Let's us know we're doing a good job. Yeah. And who doesn't want to know that they're doing a good job? We would yeah. like to know that we're doing a good job. I think also we want to share with everybody that we are going to very soon, if we haven't already by the time this comes out, launch a YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. So what this channel is going to be, don't worry. You don't have to watch a video of us doing this because that is the kiss of death. <laughs> um we have segments that need to be edited out for time or because they uh, go way off topic. I don't know if you guys are aware that Nick and I sort of deviate from the topic at hand from time to time. Just a little bit. Just a scotch. Just a scotch. Look, we are men made of blood and bone as much as the next person. And sometimes it's hard to stay on topic, especially when we're talking about Janko jeans or drive through at 2 a.m. or early 90s computer games. I mean, we are all, we are just humans trying to make it in this world. That's right. So this YouTube channel is going to have uh, short bit clips and little snippets, you know, a few minutes of things that 
Uh, we're still pretty good. We're very funny, but we're just too far off topic. Uh, we think it's still relevant. Most of them have a serial angle. Some of them have completely fallen off the rails of serial, but uh, we'll start putting that out there. Nick, what is the name of that channel? Because I don't remember. That <laughs> is the Super Serial Podcast YouTube channel. Oof. Yeah. I think I could have remembered that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just look up Super Serial Podcast on YouTube and you will be able to find uh, at least one bit. I think that we'll have at least one up there by the time that you know, this this comes out. And uh, you, know, you can also leave comments there. But, you know, there's one thing that makes me nervous about a YouTube channel and that's the downvotes. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if I could take it. <laughs> you report a little heart? Okay. Hey, guys, we just want to thank you for listening. This has been the serial... Uh. <laughs> I leaned back in my chair like a like a real estate mogul, like I was just gonna knock it out of the park. That's what I get. I want to thank you guys for listening to the uh, Super Serial Podcast. This is Paul, and this is Nick, and this has been Serial. 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 Serial.